What did you need, Michael? It's three in the morning. Come here, check this out. This had better be good. You know how I feel about getting up this early. Uh, how is that? Come find out for yourself. Hey, not for nothing, but this isn't one of those situations where I'm gonna sell you my kidney, is it? What is this place? It has... Electricity! I know. I found this place not long ago when I heard the buzzing of electricity in my ear. Never in a million years did I ever think that I would find this place. Where did all of this equipment come from? You couldn't have gotten it yourself, could you? That's the thing. It was all here when I found it. This note was lying on one of the desks when I turned the lights on for the first time. Here, check it out. To any and all who may find this sanctuary. I am writing this letter in hopes that the person who finds this place after me will put it to good use. I, Sergio Kashmir, prepared this haven for the eventual time of human history when electricity is no longer available. How you choose to use it is up to you. I will only hope that it is for the greater good. Thank you, Sergio Kashmir. Signed, Signed on, on May 26th, 2078. Michael, what does this mean? Simply put, I would like for you to help me found a community here, modeled after the old civilization. We will have an abundance of electricity, plenty of food, and everything else that a society needs. I will be able to quench my thirst for human experimentation, and you will be able to live in luxury as the co-founder of Intermine Laboratories. Intermine Laboratories. Imagine what people would do to live in luxury like the old civilization did. This place is large enough to hold the entire Republic of Mortar. Intermine Laboratories will be a cryogenic laboratory that will offer anyone who wishes a chance to live with ease, free electricity, housing, and an escape from the sun in exchange for me to learn more about the human body. But I need a partner. Matthew, I can't do all of this by myself. Will you help me, old friend? You know how to convince me, friend. I'm in. But how will we convince the people to take your offer? They might not be so eager once they hear about your little experimentation fetish. Simple. We don't tell them about it. We tell them that they need to be cleaned of the contamination of the outside world, and we freeze them for around five years. Then after their contracts expire, we thaw them out and offer them a place in our wonderful society. If they refuse, we put them right back into stasis until they're ready to join us. Michael Graham, wherever you are right now, I hope you're happy. Everything that has happened and will happen inside of Intermine Laboratories, all of it is our fault. There's no two ways about it. I should have stopped you when I had the chance. So, what did you call me down here for, Michael? My friend, do you remember five years ago when I called you out on a hot night at three in the morning to relish in the discovery that was Intermine Laboratories? Yeah, that'd be a little hard to forget. Yes, you're right. Well, we're on the edge of another breakthrough. We just woke our first batch of test subjects, and they all agreed to become members of our society. That's excellent news, Michael. But that's not all. I shared some of my research notes with the scientists of the group, and it turns out that we are on the fringe of making the multiverse theory a reality. There is a significant amount of colluded molecules in four spots throughout the facility, which, according to our head scientist, Ishin Tartakovsky, would make way for four differing dimensions, or even possibly four different universes. Think of wormholes, but contained. They would be opened at our will and closed at our will. We did it. Matthew! We did it! What exactly did we do? Today we tested the wormholes to the four dimensions and we got something back. 
a rock-like solid came flying out of this portal. It seems to be composed of a dark substance. It's scheduled for analysis within the next few days. We found something wonderful, Matthew, and it's only the beginning. Ah! He... he killed him! Mr. Graham, please come here! This one's gone insane! I... killed him! And now I'll kill myself! I don't deserve to live! Listen, you just need some help. We can provide that help. There's no need for this now, is there? Are you telling me the truth? What I have can be cured? Of course. All you have to do is put the gun down. That's all you have to do. No! What in the hell was that earlier, Michael? That man was consumed by a madness that I've never seen, even in my years of service to this institution. Have you ever stopped to think that maybe these other dimensions you wish to reach will only bring misfortune upon you and your company? Wait, what is that you're holding? Don't tell me. What do you expect me to do about it, Matthew? We must progress or we will lose support. The only reason we've been able to get this far is because of the support from our allies. Do you honestly think that we would have been allowed to do these things in the old civilization? What is it? Matthew, what are you staring at? Have you looked in a mirror lately? Your eyes, they're bright yellow. This, this must be the work of this stone. Michael, I think you should put that down. It, it doesn't seem to be responding well to your body. <laughs> Matthew, I'm afraid I cannot do that. You see, I am finally about to strike gold here, and I will not let you take that from me. I know that you've wanted to see me put down since Intermind became what it is today, but I won't give you that satisfaction. Wait a minute, Michael. You you don't have to do this. I, I won't question you again. I promise. Even if I let you go, you'll just run to the authorities on the surface and they'll come destroy my little piece of Wonderland. I can't let that happen. You have been a problem for years, Matthew. And now I plan to correct the problem. You know, Matthew, you're lucky I didn't kill you. You're lucky that I still consider you one of my best friends. So, I'm putting you to sleep. I'm getting you out of my hair. Take him to chamber 654. I hear the previous occupant has lost his life, so it shouldn't be a problem. Godspeed, Matthew McPherson. Uh, it would seem that that was when Cecil Masters came into the picture. Him and Marshall Broderick. What was their relation to one another? I've got to figure that out before anything else. All right, you two, let's get moving. We can't afford to waste any luminescence. I have a very special job for both of you, so follow me and we can begin immediately. Kids, I know you don't know me very well and you probably don't care about me. This is why I must inform the two of you that I'm dying. It seems that enough exposure to the darkness has caused an abnormal effect on my physique. It has caused tumors to line the inside of my stomach. It's slowly killing me. Which is why I must name a successor to carry on my research once I've passed on to the next plane. Why us? What made you choose us? You two are the only ones who could possibly handle what I have to offer. But only one of you will attain the role of my successor. The other one will be the test subject in a new project I'm planning. Either way, both of you will grow to change the worlds as you know them. The project in question will test the ability of the human physique against the foreign creatures dubbed Dark Ones. 
We first discovered these creatures when we were perfecting our interdimensional travel devices. This is what we are calling the Dark Ones. They exhibit a strange black smoke-like substance when they come in contact with a human host. We're labeling them a parasitic organism, but we're still unsure as of late. Get to the point, old man! You're boring us with the necessary details! Follow me, children. Oh, I see you've noticed the dark energy transportation system. All of that material coursing through those tubes, it's all coming from the other worlds. What makes the other worlds have this dark energy and not our own world? Well, what the peanut gallery tells me is that these other worlds are much like our own. Human life is habitable. But the one major difference between them is that in our world, we don't keep the hatred inside of us bottled up and locked away. Wars have been fought and won because of hatred, and in that right, these worlds have never had any kind of war. Their inner emotions get the best of them, and their hatred forms the dark energy that we're using in order to power Intermine Laboratories. So it would seem that, as I predicted, Cecil became Graham's successor, and Marshall drew the short straw, becoming the subject of Project Jerusalem. Huh. I don't have much time. I need to finish this and get to Alexis as soon as possible. Where am I? Relax, Marshal. Everything is fine. This is phase one of Project Jerusalem. In this phase, we will test the dark energy's effects on the human bloodstream. If we are successful, it will remove your aging process and end your life as a human. What you will be called henceforth is a word which dates back to the days when Latin was a language commonly used by the people of the world. You will begin your life as a tenebrae, or a darkness wielder. What, what do you mean? A, a tenebrae? What is that? Relax. Everything will be perfect. Alexis, begin phase one of Project Jerusalem. Yes, sir. Excellent. His eyes are yellow. We were a success. Set Marshall up for phase two right away. Sir, the boy passed out. He is clearly not fit to function right now. Fine. Let him rest. We begin phase two as soon as humanly possible. According to this, that was the last time Michael ever really ran Project Jerusalem. Sure helps knowing how to get into the backdoor system. It seems that Cecil tried to erase a lot of this information from the public records. Hello, Cecil. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? Not good. I feel like I'm inches from death. I can hear Janice's voice. Listen, so I did what you asked, and I got Marshall's sperm sample delivered to that couple in San Angeles. We'll find out in five years whether the child will develop the darkness-born genetic traits that Marshall exhibited. Cecil, I need you to cancel Project Jerusalem. Project Jerusalem is what put me in this situation. Can't understand why it took me this long to realize that. I don't want you to be overcome by the dark energy like I was, so please end it. I can't do that. Project Jerusalem is finally close to victory, and you're going to give up? That's unlike the man who just ten short years ago spoke such ambitious words about the project. Cecil, I'm not one to give up. You know that. But this is an exception. Project Jerusalem killed me, and it will kill you too. It will kill Intermine. It will kill what little humanity we have left. Please, heed my warnings. I'm sorry, my mentor. My old friend. I cannot oblige your request. We are this close to victory. 
I am this close to victory. I cannot let any doubt into my mind. Goodbye, old friend. Cecil, please! I will present you with one final gift. The gift of death. Take it with pride, fool. You are dead and gone, but trust me, you will be forgotten. And I will never stop trying to destroy your legacy. Can I have everyone's attention, please? Everyone in this room will undergo extreme psychoanalysis testing until Michael Graham is removed from everyone's memory. We will correct this scourge. You hear me? <sighs> wow. Sure, Michael was a royal pain in the ass, but I wouldn't say he deserved being erased from history. Well, it looks like we're approaching the end of the records here. Let's see how this tale ended, shall we? So, I see Mr. Graham isn't here today, is he? <clears throat> Mr. Graham? I'm sorry, I don't know who you mean. Oh, so that's how it's going to be, huh, Cecil? Very well. I'll play your game with you. So, what will this phase do? Oh, yes. This is phase three of Project Jerusalem. This is the final phase. What it is designed to do is enable you to utilize the dark energy alongside the energy stockpiled from your human life. You will become the ultimate life form. Do what you must, fool. Marshal! Why? What went wrong? It worked, my old friend. I couldn't feel any better. You see, after Michael Graham determined that I would be the guinea pig for Project Jerusalem, I was locked away from the rest of Intermine. It was then that I planned my inevitable escape from the hell that I had been forced into by that bastard. My guard had a bit of kindness in him, unlike the good majority of the Intermine population. I decided to make him into something that I created. I figured since I was a Tenenbrae, he could be my Nox. Lucky for me, the process went by without a hitch. Nox! Yes, Nox. It's one of my many Latin translations for darkness. After I realized I could create others like me, I realized that I already had my full potential. This experiment just increased my potential. Thanks, old friend. Now, as a parting gift, I will show you how I do things. You... What's your name? My name is... Ishin Totokovsky. Come here. Ah! What did you do to him? He's my Nox now. No longer human. He's mine now. Now, all that's left is to determine what to do with you. My conniving little 
Marshal, I realize now how powerful you truly are. Let's join forces. I know that you have the power to make Project Jerusalem a reality for the human race. Will you help us? Humans cannot do it alone. I realize that now. We need the Tenebrae to help us. Interesting idea. But what is stopping you from betraying me? You double-crossed Mr. Graham easily enough. Between you and me, Graham was a senile old fool. I know better than to betray you, Marshal. My allegiance rests in you, and you alone. <laughs> Very well. I could always use another pawn. Why? How? Uh, interesting. That's all the records on the system. I'll have to keep it all in mind from here on. Michael Graham, myself, Cecil Masters, Marshal Broderick, and now... Joseph William McKinley. One can only guess what lies in store. I'd better get out of here. Alexis is expecting me. But I can see the line Reaching past My limitations range To build itself a place That no longer warrants change But the puzzle falls apart With every piece re breaks my heart but there's just gotta be a way out of this lonely place. I reach toward the sky and I scream, How oh, can I get through the rest of this? No, there's no one here. I'm engulfed with fear But alone I must face the night